0: Hello, welcome again to our daily meditations from the School of Jesus Crucified. Um, I'm Rob with Avoiding Babylon. I'm sure 95% of you know that already, but just in case, um, please like this video or this podcast, um, if possible, subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, <clears throat> YouTube audio podcast in uh, Spiritus TV, Um, Just search for Avoiding Babylon. Uh, It really does help us. Um, But we are going to get into our daily meditations here. So uh, we are, I am recording these for Lent of 2023, but these are meditations that are fruitful year-round. They are not just Lent specific. They are meditations on the passion and and are great at any point of the time. Um, So feel free to listen to them whenever. We are on day, what what are we here, day six of Lent, but day three of the actual meditations. The first three days were kind of a, you know, a letter from the author, which was Father Ignatius of the side of Jesus, who was a passionist priest. Um, So the first three days were a letter from the author, um, a practical rule of life as a, you know, practical Christian rule of life and a practical method for these meditations. Um, included in the practical method were prayers, um, that can really, you know, help get you in that, that prayerful mindset prior to the meditation. So if, uh, if possible, I suggest, I suggest saying those prayers beforehand, but they are by no means absolutely obligatory. And then with the meditations itself, feel free to pause, rewind, listen to multiple times, uh, you know, whatever you need to, to, to get the most out of it. Um, The book that I'm reading from says, you know, to pause during reading, reread sentences, paragraphs. So feel free to say, feel free to do the same with the video or the audio. Because this is really just a reading from a book, I like to throw up just kind of the video's thumbnail image in the background. uh, Just so you don't have to worry about watching the video. Nothing's going to be happening on the screen. Just listen to the reading. Get the most out of it that way. Um, Listening to this on an audio podcast might be best, so you don't even have to worry about that. Um, But let's get into it. So yesterday was Jesus is sold by Judas Iscariot. Today, day three of the meditations, day six overall, is the prayer of Jesus in the garden. So let me throw out my image here, and we'll get going. Day 3, Prayer of Jesus in the Garden Meditation The Last Supper being over, the discourse finished, and the Hymn of Thanksgiving Sid, Jesus leaves the supper room with his eleven apostles and enters the Garden of Gethsemane. <coughs> Gethsemane. Consider, Jesus is in the habit of retiring after the fatigues of the day to pass the night in solitude and prayer. And even on this last evening of his life, he does not depart from his pious custom. Learn hence the great importance of prayer, and never neglect it, particularly in spiritual sufferings and trials. Jesus Christ knows that it is in the garden his passion is to commence, that in a short time his betrayer is to appear with the body of armed men to arrest him. He foresees that in a few hours he will have to return by the same road, bound with cords, and dragged along by his enemies, and yet he does not flinch. His ardent charity leads him onward and urges him to enter the garden without delay and begin at once to pray and to suffer. Be confounded at the sight of such an example. The slightest trouble... Or the most unimportant business distracts you from prayer. And the consequences of neglecting to strengthen your soul with that heavenly food is that you become weak and languid, sink down, and fall into sin. Ah, my sweet Jesus, through the merits of thy passion, bestow upon me a spirit of prayer like unto thine. Number two. Jesus prays with the most profound humility. He falls prostrate on the ground before the majesty of his divine father, almost as though he were unworthy to raise his face and eyes to heaven. And yet he is the son of God. With what humility should, with what humility should you pray? You who are but a wretched sinner. Jesus prays with the utmost fervor of spirit. Accompanying his prayer with tears, groans, and sighs. In our name, he asks for the graces which we require to save our souls, appeases divine justice, and implores pardon for our sins. Cold and languid prayers such as yours are not pleasing to God. Jesus prays in the most lively and tender spirit of confidence and invokes his internal father, calling him many times my father. God is our father, and he loves us like a father. Can any thought be more efficacious to excite the firmest sentiments of hope in our hearts when we pray to this most, most loving father? Jesus prays with the most perfect conformity to the divine will. He recommends this afflicted human nature to his Father. He represents to him all his sorrow and sufferings to excite his compassion. He implores to be dispensed from drinking the bitter chalice of his passion, and yet he prays that what his Father pleases may come to pass, that the will of his Father, and not his own, may be done. Learn to pray in the language and spirit of Jesus Christ and to will nothing but what God wills. Finally, Jesus prays with perseverance, continuing in prayer for the space of several hours. His most holy soul is overwhelmed with mortal anguish, and yet he is neither disturbed nor impatient, but perseveres constantly in prayer. You may here discover the real secret of obtaining consolation and affliction, to have recourse to God, the true comforter and never to grow weary in prayer. Number three. After our loving Jesus has three times with uplifted eyes, besought his divine father, that if the salvation of the world can be accomplished without his delivering himself up to death, he may be dispensed from it. Finding that his prayer is not to be granted, but that on the contrary, The hour of his bitter passion and ignominious death is near at hand. He permits his suffering humanity to tremble and to shudder and to be overwhelmed with fear and anguish. Behold how our sorrowing Jesus, pale, trembling, and anguish-stricken, now groans, sighs, and seeks to give vent to the profound internal sorrow impressing his heart. Oh, how great is the charity of Jesus! When suffering for me is in question, his eager love anticipates all the torments of his passion. At least compassionate your Redeemer in this his mortal anguish, and make an offering of yourself to suffer something for love of him. Our most afflicted Lord turns in his agony to his apostles to obtain from them some consolation in his sorrow. And he finds them sleeping. Once again, he has recourse to his his eternal father and receives an inward intimation that it is his will that he should die for the salvation of men. Jesus bows down his sacred head, accepts death, and exclaims with perfect resignation, Father, thy will be done. Behold at how dear a rate your salvation is purchased by Jesus. Can you any more grieve at having to suffer something to save your soul after all that Jesus has endured for you? The Fruit Never neglect your accustomed prayer. And when preventing from making it, supply the deficiency by desires and by frequent aspirations to Jesus' suffering. Let your prayer rest solely on the merits of Jesus Christ united with his prayer in the garden and offered up in a true spirit of humility and confidence, let the prayer, fiat voluntas tua, thy will be done, become familiar to you. In dejection of spirit, in sorrow of heart, and in all your sufferings, remember the internal anguish and affliction endured by Jesus in his prayer in the garden and they will be rendered sweet to you. Example A true lover is always anxious to keep in his mind a remembrance of the object of his affections. Hence, souls enamored of Jesus have discovered a thousand ingenious ways of keeping alive in their hearts the remembrance of his sufferings. Saint Philip Neri always kept near him a figure of Jesus unfastened from the cross in order that he might be able the more freely to give vent to the affections of his heart. At night he would place it by his bedside so that the moment he awoke he might concentrate all his thoughts upon the sweet object of his love. St. Paul of the Cross, when alone in his room, always had a very devotional image of Jesus crucified by his side. And when he went out, He wore it on his breast, so that the sufferings of his Redeemer might be constantly in his thoughts, and in order that so sweet a remembrance might never be effaced from his mind. He wore on his breast, next to the skin, a wooden cross, garnished with 186 sharp iron points, which continually pricked him, and thus recalled to his memory the sufferings of Jesus crucified and excited his heart to lively feelings of compassion. Well, that's it for the the meditation today. Um, I think it's fitting to to read something like this during Lent. You know, we, uh, we aren't wearing wooden cross with 186 sharp iron points, and I'm sure our confessors and spiritual directors would probably suggest we don't necessarily do that. But during Lent, uh, let's let our fasting and abstinence and Lenten penances be those, those, those sharp iron points. Um, and let's, let's use them to recall to our memory the sufferings of Jesus crucified and to excite to our hearts lively feelings of compassion. Thank you for joining me once again. Uh, tomorrow, day four of our meditations, day seven overall, is The Agony and Bloody Sweat of Jesus and the, the Garden of Olives. So please make sure to join me for that. Um, I try to have these go live at 7 a.m. Central on YouTube. They're usually uploaded to Audio Podcast and Spiritus TV um, the night before. But uh, they, they usually go live on YouTube at 7 a.m. This morning's show, uh, unfortunately, did not due to some glitch. Sorry about that. It aired about an hour and a half later at 8.30. But um, but I plan on having these all go live at 7 a.m. So join me tomorrow at 7 a.m. here on YouTube or or watch it on uh, spiritualist TV or listen to it on audio podcast earlier than that. But anyways, thank you once again. And I hope you have a, a blessed day and continue to have a great Lent.